Welcome to the Reno Storytellers Project, brought to you by the Reno Gazette Journal. This podcast features oral storytellers who strengthen empathy and connect our community through diverse first-person stories of Northern Nevada. In this story, Juan Lopez tells us about all the times he desperately wanted to reinvent himself because of the pain his speech impediment caused. But when he realized it wasn't reinvention he was after, he discovered his greatest gift. This is episode 12, Accepting My Invention. So when I was six years old, I was placed into a ESL class, okay? Uh, now, ESL means English as a second language. Now, this class is usually reserved for individuals who are learning English, okay? English is uh, my, f- my f- first language. I'm from Wisconsin. Um, I, uh, well, all my life, I've, I've hated hopping on the phone with my insurance or, or my bank or anyone of that sort because um, every time I jump on, I hear some laughter. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? That's what they ask me, right? Hi, this is This is Oh, did you forget your own name? That's what they say as they laugh at me. Um, it's been it's 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 been hard going up with a stutter. It's it's um I have the the the, the hardest time saying sounds and words at the oddest times. I can be here in front of you guys, I can be in front of my father, I can be in front of my beautiful fiance. I have a problem with my speech. Um, it's it's completely out of my control. It's 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 completely r- r- random, and it completely made me hate my life. You see how our society operates now is if you if you look different, if you sound different, if you act different, if you are different, you're easy to bully. You're easy to judge. And so me with my with my hesitation and like my 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 hard breathing. And my eyes, like, all over the place sometimes, I was easy to laugh at. I was easy to laugh at, and it hurt when they laughed. It hurt when they laughed at, like, how I couldn't talk. It hurt when they, when they laughed at how I wasn't able to read in class. It hurt when, when, when my sisters and my father used to look at me in the eye and tell me, just, just say it like you're angry. You speak better when you're angry. I found a saving grace, though. I found a s- 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 saving grace. In elementary school, at some point, my instructors uh, f- f- I finally opened their eyes and saw that I knew English. I just had some sort of a speech t- disorder they didn't understand, right? So they hooked me up with a speech therapist. And I can't emphasize enough how excited I was to hook up with this speech therapist because it meant I was going to break it, right? It meant I was going to be cured. It meant like, like okay, this is the, I, I, I'm on the road so I could be like everybody else, right? Because everybody else can speak fine. I mean, that's, that's, that's obviously the only, only uh, reason uh, behind me heading into speech therapy, right? It's because, because I was able, I was able to, to, to overcome this, right? Anyway, so, so I go into speech therapy, and it's great, okay? I'm learning how to use hand language as I talk, right? I'm learning how to speak softer sometimes. I'm learning how to, how to breathe. And it felt great. Like, it felt fantastic. In speech therapy, it was great. I spoke how I thought. I spoke like everybody else spoke. It was fantastic. But as soon as I got back out in the public, 
I stuttered. I got in front of my dad, in front of my friends in class. I was asked to read. I stuttered. I was like, shoot, I just got to work harder, right? So head back into speech, into speech therapy. I practice, I practice, I practice. I put in the work. Hop back into public. Have the same problem. I stuttered. This, this, this cycle of me trying and trying and trying and trying and trying and not seeing any improvement at all, like zero. It went on for years. It went on for years. And, and, and I can't emphasize enough how, how, how small I felt, how, how inferior I felt because I really thought I was broken. Here I was, I was working with a professional in this field. I was working with an expert in this field, someone that was supposed to help me with my speech, and I still couldn't do it? Oh, I'm broken for real. I remember a day in particular, as I was an undergraduate here at the university, I was a reporter for the newspaper here at the school. I used to write about the football team, and so I super early uh, to a football practice so I could interview a player that I wanted to write an article on, right? Now, how the whole football practice thing all flows is uh, maybe you have a minute, okay, before they head into, like, onto the field, okay? So I needed to be, like, on and ready to go. So I show up to practice. I have the athlete here in front of me, and I can't get a word out. What? Like, four to five seconds, like, like dragged by. It felt like four to five years. My heart was pounding and pounding and pounding. All behind me, I felt this, like, swarm of the reporters all around me because everybody else wanted to ask his or her own thing as well, right? I'm still standing here. I couldn't get it out. And before I got it out, this other reporter, he asked, his question, he hopped in front of me. Everybody else asked his or her own thing, and I never got to ask anything that day. Um, I left the football practice field that day like, like in, 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 in angry tears. In, 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 I, I, was, I was pissed. I was, I, I was so pissed because I was trying. I was trying to improve my speech and how I talked, but anytime I went into public, I stuttered. I felt like such a, a fool. I felt inferior. I was so angry that day. A few years after that, I enrolled in the uh, Master's of a Business Administration program here at the university. Now, a required course in that whole thing is a course called Mindful Leadership. Now, this course forever shifted and evolved me into who I am now because I learned a core, a core fundamental of mindfulness, uh, which was acceptance. Okay, Acceptance in the sense of of uh, of uh, this is exactly 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 what it is. Now let's just head forward from it, right? Now I like this idea of acceptance. I I, I like this idea, so I began to apply it all over my life and into how I spoke, especially right because. All you guys have to understand, up to this point in my life, the only interactions I had with how I talked was, was, was anger. Like, it was a fight every day. Like, I wanted to overcome it. I wanted to beat it, right? I never saw this, like, acceptance thing, right? So as soon as this, as this idea was, 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 was shared into my world, I applied it into my stutter. And 
It felt great. I felt the peace. Like I could just accept it, right? It felt the peace. I, I, I didn't have to fight. I didn't have to be on offense every day. It felt great, you know, but I wanted more. I wanted more of that feeling. So um, in that same semester at the university, there was a student speaker competition, and the individual who, who headed out of that I was offered the opportunity, offered the opportunity uh, to speak at, 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 excuse me, at, 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 at TEDx a few months after that, right? And um, so I remember sitting at home, had my laptop open, I had the application open in front of me. And I thought to myself, hey, man, what's the worst that could happen, right? Open application. So I submitted an application to, to, to share my story at this event, to share my idea, uh, an idea that I had an immovable aspect of me that I didn't particularly like, uh, but I was a lot better off accepting it and loving it than, 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 than f arguing with it or 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 or, or, or hiding with it, right? I wanted to share this idea of, of acceptance, okay? So I submitted an application. I was, I was accepted here to speak, and a few weeks after that, I was in this huge room with like over 600 people sharing my story, right? And it felt great. <laughs> it, felt, it felt freeing. It felt unbelievable. I wasn't hiding from it anymore, right? It was, it was out there. It was all completely out there. It was crazy. You guys want to know what's even even crazier is that I won. I won that that whole speaker competition. I won the speaker competition, and um, I felt such a high that day. I felt such a high. I mean, you guys got to understand. I I was being uh, applauded and praised and honored and 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 loved for the same thing. That I had been mocked and laughed and ridiculed for my whole life. Like, it completely flipped. I was so high that day. I was on such a high. I, I hadn't ever felt that way in my life. I felt so free. I felt so free. And, and a few months after that, I had the opportunity to speak at TEDx. And that opened up a whole new life for me. Look. As of now, guys, as of now, I'm Juan V. Lopez, okay? I'm an online entrepreneur marketer. I'm the CEO of, an, of a nonprofit organization, and I'm an empowerment speaker, okay? I've spoken at over 80 schools, events, conferences, anywhere they'll hear me out, sharing my story, uplifting anybody I can. Look, I know it sounds fluffy, right? Like, it sounds fluffy. Just accept yourself and love yourself and all these. It sounds fluffy, but, man, it, it is, it is the absolute most concrete, like, tangible, real thing I've ever felt, seen, or experienced in my life. Guys, I, I, I'm not hiding from it anymore. I'm not afraid of it. I'm, I'm not sitting in the back of the, uh, of the room hoping I don't get called on anymore. I'm sitting right here. I'm sitting up front waiting to share my idea and speak. I, I, after I was okay, after I flipped switch and I was okay as Juan V. Lopez, guys, it, it, it allowed me into this area of this whole new life that, that I was called for. Guys, I used to view this as a, as a curse, 
I viewed it as, as something that, that I came out of the womb with and I was, automatically, I was automatically wrong. I viewed it as such a curse. It is such a gift. It is such a, it, it is such a blessing and I'm so grateful for it because now if I meet somebody who I don't understand, if I meet somebody who, who, who is unlike me, I see, I, I see first with, with, with empathy. Guys, in our day and age now, in our society now, like how grateful am I to see somebody who looks different, who sounds different, who, who, who smells different, who eats different, who is different. How grateful am I now to see somebody who's not like me and, and, and react with empathy, with understanding and compassion because I've been so judged. I'm so grateful for it. I'm grateful for it. Look, overall, guys, uh, my story isn't necessarily a story of a reinvention, but a story of uh, being okay as the, inv in as the inv invention I was originally intended for me to be, okay? All of us have a thing, right? We all have a thing. It just, uh, uh, just so happens that my thing is uh, on the tip of my tongue. This podcast was produced by the Reno Gazette Journal. I'm Mike Higdon. Thanks for listening to the Reno Storytellers Project.